KFNX News Talk Radio 1100. It's Chatterbox, where you'll find the latest news, interviews, and updates about the gaming world. The views and opinions expressed are those of the host, the guests, and callers only, and not necessarily those of KFNX News Talk Radio 1100. And now, here's your host for Chatterbox. So you know what I miss? What's that, Alon? What do you miss? I miss the days of yore. Is the days when we took less than five seconds to start talking into the show? I don't know. Just the days of whatever yeah. that means. Yeah. Were you trying to push the envelope there? With the, no, I like no. the music to trail off. You like that, yeah. Why is that crazy? No, it's not crazy. I was just, I was waiting. I was like, I'm going to see how long it takes before Alon starts talking. I know what's going on. And then, and then like, and then like there's a point where you usually start. You know, some, and, then, and then you went past, you pushed, you pushed that envelope just a little bit more. I'm going to the edge. Yeah. The, there are some shows that play music in the background all the time. Yeah. I, I don't know if you know this, yeah. but back in the day, you might say the days of yore. I can see it working to great dramatic effect. Um, well, sort of. I, I tried to collect some music that could run in loop yeah. uh, behind our talking. Yeah. And... Uh, the feedback was not very positive. People didn't like it. Well, you can't do it all the time. You only got to do it some of the time for that dramatic effect. Yeah. Well, I was testing things out. We were we were fresh to the game. I was like 24. This was a long time ago. Yeah. The show has been going on for over seven years. I can't even believe that that's true. Yeah. Over seven years. So that's crazy. I told my friend the other day that my office uh, travels at a speed approaching that of light because I'll be like hearing about someone's birthday and then I'm like... Wasn't that your birthday three months ago? And they're like, no, dude, it was last year. I'm like, sure, it's like a couple weeks ago, right? It's like, <laughs> no, it's been a whole year. I'm like, okay. All right. Well, they say time flies when you're having fun, but I must be you having. Haven't, you haven't told me about all the fun you're having. I must be having an insane amount of fun that is propelling me to great speeds. You know what? What questionable fun I had just yesterday. I, I'm impressed that you had questionable fun, and I'd love you to tell me about it. Well. Yesterday, I took a lunch break, and I thought I'm going to go get some lunch, because that's what you do on a lunch break. But also... That's not questionable at all. That's completely questionless. Also, I'm going to go to Best Buy, where I'm told there is a Nintendo 3DS on display. Okay, where does the massage parlor come in here? Nowhere. So, I went to the Best Buy, which was near the place I was going for lunch. And, um, yeah, so I looked at the 3DS. Did you meet Trixie? No. No. But I did meet whatever character was flying. Oh, we're talking about video games. Yeah, That's yeah. what we do so here. So I was playing Pilot Wings on yeah. the 3DS. Yeah. Was that questionable? Definitely. Because mm. it was funny. As the friend of mine was like, yeah, they have it there. But like, it didn't look 3D to me. And I said, well, I wonder if the Switch was activated. Because there's a 2D and a 3D. And you have to like, yeah. you have to crank it up. You, you gotta, you there's gotta, a range of 3D. you got to crank it up the, the yeah. Switch. On so anyway, two. I went in there and it was 2D. And I flipped it to 3D. Now, what's, right. there's a couple things to learn from this. Did you instantly go blind? No. But think about it. For people who don't really know about the system, they're just, you know, kids walk up and play this thing. They might see the Switch. Right. You might not see the Switch. But for those who do, right. I mean, I think we can take it for granted that whoever put it on 2D knew the Switch was there <laughs> because they had to switch it to 2D. Possibly. I'm going to guess that whoever put it on display originally had it in 3D mode. So, also possible. Which means that... Whoever came across it and knew of the ability to switch yeah. or found this switch without really knowing what it did, opted for 2D mode you because know, it looked better. You know, I think that um, it's a stretch for you to assume that, but plausible. It is. It is plausible, I think. Now, 
there's a difference between someone who walks up to a system and, so, and someone who owns it and understands the concept of the 3D and like that it has to be positioned properly, to, you know, in sure. your face and all that. Sure. But it's still funny. Just like you know how you when you make a game, you like people to walk to go play it without giving them any input whatsoever. Right. It's kind of like give them this machine without any input whatsoever and see what happens. Right. They're going to turn off the one feature that makes it special. Right. So anyway, I of course flipped it to 3D and I tried to figure it out, like what I'm supposed to do and where did, I'm supposed. to Did you put feel my compelled head. after the 3D experience to return it to the 2D? A little bit, a little bit. Why? Um, well, you know, when you go to a 3D movie and you put on the glasses, right? Yeah. Um, it's 3D, but some stuff that's way in the foreground, your eyes just can't make it be 3D, and you see the split image, or like you always see a little bit of ghosting of the image that you're not supposed to be seeing in a different spot, but it is kind of there. That happens on this, so you're you're not. Now you can get it aligned so it does look right, but right. I'm still not convinced that it looks perfect. So now, you're getting artifacts. <clears throat> a little bit, yeah. Is that would you say that's the, the main reason why you would switch it back to 2D? It's because the effect well, is no. not perfect. Well, that's that's part of it, very because it's kind of a just because it looks clear and no, crisp I'm sure the way it's, it's supposed to be in 2D. I'm, just, I'm I'm delving into your soul here to extract something. No, no, listen. Truth be told, if I had this thing, I would keep it in 3D because first of all, that's how it's supposed to be. That's how the the developers are developing their games, unless they release a game that's specifically 2D only. Um, I would keep it in 3D and I would try my best to play it that way, and and I would probably enjoy the feature. But like Pilot Wings just didn't show it off very well. At least the demo part I was playing. Right. Where you're well, are, are you going to get one or not? What's the story here? Oh no, I'm not getting one. You're not getting one. I mean, if it comes out with a game that's unique that, to the that system, you actually want to play a it. Mario game, then I may. Okay, well, may. When, if and when you do get one, then I will resume to extract your soul. But I just, it's not, it's not mind blowing. Yeah. I'd like to see something that is. Um, All right. But, you, you know, what? it is the first consumer device that's really widely available where you can take a 3D picture. So that's that's kind of... That's, that's pretty like cool. Just like the PS2 was the that's first 3D player that most people have. But who's going to see the, the 3D blue. picture? Whoever has the 3DS. Yeah. Uh, can you, like, take it out of the 3DS? Can uh, you, like, email it to somebody? Honestly, I don't I don't know exactly how it works, but yes, you can do stuff yeah. with it because like people have been posting pictures they've taken with the 3ds. So I presume you can. I would love put it I, on a memory card. I would love to be able to do that and then make the uh, the cross your eyes pictures out of it. Okay. That would be totally fun. Well, totally. Uh, I don't I don't know if that's how it works. I assume you have to have the glasses to be able to view it on something else. Yeah, or but, cross your eyes. Yeah, if you have to I honestly it. don't even know. Okay. It, it might just be 3D viewable if you have that type of screen. Anyway, I was just excited. I finally get to see it. I'm less excited because it wasn't that interesting. You know what is interesting? Pretty excited about the lunch I had afterwards. That was cool. Yeah. Was that questionable? No, no. No. Nothing Not approaching illegality occurred. No, it's on one of my day. favorite places. I go to that place all the time. It's, you know, near me. The, the pastry place? No. I don't even know which one you're talking about. It's because there's like eight of them, right? No. It's called the Traffic Jam Bistro. It's in Scottsdale. It's okay. very good. Well, very, very good. It's like grandma. Okay. Like but grandma enough, enough about your grandmother. Okay. Nice Persian couple runs it. They're every day. To make pastries. Let's let's talk about. I don't even know if Breakfast. this is a real story. Okay. Okay. Because it came out around April first. There's this whole thing about how it was April first. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Then, like, he's, even afterwards, they're saying it's real. It's supposedly real, right? The kid, he's is he out? Is he out? Is he not no longer the governor now? What's the, what's the deal here? I really don't know. I don't follow because this California story. Politics. This, I don't either because I don't live there. But this story says former California governor. And I don't remember when he was out. Surely he was not worse than Gray Davis, so I don't believe he was ousted. 
Uh, I'm pretty sure they didn't like him very much. But I also agree. Yes, but then they, several other people did love him. So I mean, I guess that's how it all works. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> His movie fans loved him, and the people who are actually interested in actually having something done. Well, I'll tell you what. I went to Wikipedia, and instead of searching for Arnold, I searched for Governator. The Governator. And it instantly pulled up Wikipedia for Arnold Schwarzenegger. So uh, that's his name. And it says that's Governator redirects here. That's what they call him. Yeah. There's only one. Uh, so, so he this, served as the 38th governor of California. Served. Okay, so okay, so no, no more Schwarzenegger. So I don't know who it is now, but so so he's got to do something, and obviously he's got to play up his governor angle, right? So apparently, I'm he's gonna he's gonna be part of this governor like multimedia empire. He kept it for eight years. Yeah. Uh, almost. Uh, has seven been, and a half. Has it been that long? Wow. November of 2003, he took it. January of 2011, he lost it to a Democrat, uh, Edmund Jerry Brown Jr. Is is now the governor of California. Jerry Brown? The, Jerry is quotes. His name is Gerald. Edmund Gerald Brown Jr. Huh. Uh, right. So not like the Jerry Brown that we've heard of running for a president or one. something. Okay. Yeah. All right. So it also lists him as incumbent. Oh, no, he's the current one, so he hasn't yeah. lost it yet. That he's always incumbent in yeah, yeah, January 3rd. January 3rd, he took over. Uh, Just a few months ago. I didn't even know. I didn't even know either. Not much fanfare. Okay. What happened around then? Some kind of tsunami? That was more recent, wasn't it? Yeah, that was in March. Yeah. See, see, this is what I'm telling you. My my office travels at, at the speed of light. I think it was early January 2010 when Haiti happened. Yeah. Okay, so we can't blame it on a disaster for not being informed. No. Anyway. Right, so so Stan Lee is supposedly writing this. Supposedly, like high end, like media moguls and so on are involved, right? Dude, I don't know what Stan Lee does anymore. That guy has got to be ready to die. Well, <laughs> apparently he's ready to assist the governor, and so apparently he's planning a whole empire on this, right? So he he was at Cannes Festival, the film festival, the famous film festival, and he announced said first will come the comic books, then a TV series. And after that, we will develop the games and then a movie. Uh, it's funny. He wants to do a movie because remember he used to say that he's not going to do any more action films? So I, I'm very against the violent video games and the movies for the children. We should never make any more again. But now I'm no longer governor, so I will make very violent movies <laughs> and video games. They never said violent. <laughs> but by the way, he was he was for... He was part of that legislation He was in for California. sales restrictions. Yes, he wasn't against violent games. Well, of course. Because uh, he didn't really actually say this either. Yeah. Yeah. He just wanted to be careful about how we sell them. Yeah. And then I will become Adolf Hitler, and I will be the Führer of the world. And that might be a stretch. And flex all my muscles in the world. Well, let me ask you, Arnold. Uh, are you still working out those muscles these days? I know it's been a long time since you were Mr. Olympia. My my muscles have developed so far that it's not even possible to work them out anymore. They work out themselves. But as as the governor, you were working your brain muscle more than anything else. Is that right? There's no room for a brain inside my skull because there's more muscle tissue to maximize the output of my muscles. All right. Well, that's fantastic. I do hope that you'll return to the Chatterbox Video Game Radio Show it's for future interviews. It's incredible. It's fantastic. All right. Thank you very much. Uh, so, uh, Haiti Earthquake, by the way, January 12, 2010. Just so we're clear. Yeah. I want to keep everybody, you know, educated on okay. this here show. So um, I don't care much about that uh, that comic. It is interesting yeah. that he's going back. I don't to either. The, pre- the preview, frankly, sucked. But I just I just love Arnold. I just I don't know what else to say. Well, I'm I'm happy that you Arnold, found a new Arnold love. is my hero in many ways. Okay. Not not the not the German dictator way, 
but in many <laughs> other ways. Because he's not German or a dictator. Well, no, but it's well, you've you perhaps you've never heard that line. Like he was he was reputed for for mentioning a line, but way back when about how he's always admired. I always admired people in positions of power, like Napoleon, Pol Pot, Hitler, and like he didn't say Pol Pot, but he actually mentioned Hitler, right, as a reference to somebody like. Not because he was a Nazi. I mean, his dad was a Nazi, but not because <laughs> he was into that, but because it well, was something that represented this like supreme expression of power. Anyone I'll who's willing, <laughs> anyone who's willing to look at it objectively, will has to agree that even like even though he was Adolf Hitler, Adolf did some just incredible things. And I don't mean incredible as in good. I mean incredible as just monumental. And as, as a Jew, you can totally say that without reproach. I guess. I guess I have that freedom. I, I um, can't see. I can't say that. I would allow you. Um, he did some things that are just like mind-bogglingly bad, but right. still, still awesome in the sense that they were large and tremendous. And if anyone could gain that sort of control over a group of people, well, you know, there they is did a something. Quote, yeah, there's a quote attributed to him that basically says something to the effect of, you know, we're either going to be, like, ruling the universe or we're going to be the most evil people in the history. So, All right. I guess what turned out. Well, I guess we figured that out now. We'll be right back. Arizona's News Talk Leader, KFNX, AM 1100. Welcome back. You're listening to Chatterbox Video Game Radio Extended Bumper Music Edition. Yeah. I might get rid of that in the in post. No one will ever know what happened. It's, so now it's just us talking about nice. something weird. It's nice music, so sometimes you want to listen a little more. You know, every once in a while we get people saying, "Hey, why don't you change up the bumper music?" And I'm yeah. like, you know what? I actually really like it. But if you have yeah. a suggestion for something and, better, I'll. And I'll be like, "Why don't you change up the bumper music?" Yeah. Yeah. How about that? You. Your face. Okay. So. So uh, we've got a bunch of more things we can talk about now. Yeah. Um, we got an email. I don't know if you want to go into that. I want to. I want to wait on the email. Okay. Because this is more important. But you don't have any more housekeeping or anything. No, not really. I mean, yeah. I've just uh, things been going on in my life. I've been, uh, you know, I applied for E3 today, so yeah. we're gonna go to E3. That's cool. The Golgatron crew and us um, doing taxes Same. for Golgatron. Pain in my butt. I hate doing taxes for businesses. Yeah, it's. it's yeah, it's actually easier for Chatterbox. Um, Actually, easier to evade taxes? No. No. Not 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 good. You should no, never. But Golgatron is a partnership, and Chatterbox is wholly owned. And so, like when you do a partnership, it's a separate filing. It's a pain, man. Yeah. It is a pain. I actually finished mine, and it's just still painful. Okay. Always painful. Okay, but let's actually talk about games. Speaking of painful, did you know, Alan? Were you aware that two hours of video game playing? Is exactly equivalent to eating three fruit roll-ups. Yes. No. To doing a line of cocaine. Uh, no. In what sense? Are you aware of this? <laughs> a- apparently. By what a- measurement? By by the measurement of um, crazed therapist n- named Steve Pope. Who is he suggesting that it raises my heart rate? Uh, in no, equal he's levels, suggesting that it's or? precisely identical psychosomatically to doing a line of cocaine. Okay, no so it has nothing no to do difference. with perhaps my blood sugar level. So, so no, so I want to know where this guy's getting his cocaine because <laughs> he must be getting some very, very bad cocaine, or he's playing games that we haven't tried yet. That's one of the two. That's a better possibility, I suspect. 
Either that or anyway. So so read me read me whatever quote gives you this impression. There's this guy, and I'm only mentioning this for 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 the for the pleasure. Is of his username this guy? No, he, this this individual was actually interviewed on, on, on a legitimate media outlet, BBC Radio Five Live, and his the direct quote is: "Spending two hours on a game station is you have to say game station." Is equivalent to taking a line of cocaine and the high it produces in the brain. Wow, I've been playing the wrong set of games. Yeah, seriously, where are these games, dude? And then he goes on to say it's the silent killer of our generation. Like, uh, yeah, silent as in not killing anybody. Yeah, that silent killer, sure. Wow, there's all sorts of educational value and brain development value that goes into video games. see, See, we can do this because we're making fun of it, but I am incensed at... The volume of press, the serious press there is about this kind of stuff where it's it's clearly like it's you can't even say it's sensationalism anymore. Like that's not even an adequate word to describe it because, because it's just so because it's so repeated because it's so transparent and because it happens so often and it's just so blatantly retarded. Right. He also said this. Get this. Right. He said that most kids will react, quote, in the same way as an alcoholic would if you tried to take their booze. It's scary. Now. Kids are scary, man. Yeah, yeah. I just saw the other night this episode of Mythbusters where they were experimenting with mechanically removing candy from a baby's hand. And let me tell you, if you want to draw any comparisons with a, a drug crazed addict and the removal of his drug... Try to take a giant lollipop from a baby after it's been it's been coddling it for about ten minutes. You try to do that, and then you tell me that's not different from an addict losing his drugs. <laughs> um, it was yeah, so okay. sad to watch, man, because first they had this mechanical arm, and it was it was not working because the baby noticed the mechanical arm, right, and they were threatened by it. So then they used like a string. And they were trying to, like, and they had the string attached to, like, some kind of device that would measure the force and also, like, pull on it at the same time, right? And so, like, the the baby acclimized to the string because they couldn't notice it was there, right? But then, like, once the thing, like, started pulling away from it, like, you could see just, like, the face. Like, the, the more strongly it was getting pulled, like, the more they were going to, like, resist. And it was funny because actually, like, the younger babies, like, actually physically resisted more than the older ones. That's funny. Yeah. Okay. So well, don't take candy from a baby. <laughs> and gaming is just like cocaine. So um, yeah, that'll. In terms that'll of the work. high that it produces. Yeah. But I don't get high when I play games. Well, so according I'm, to this I'm guy, I'm missing you do. out. But this guy also says that like um, that kids can't concentrate in the morning because they're playing Call of Duty at night and it produces an endorphin high that causes an chemical imbalance that disturbs behavior and learning. Like, or maybe because they're kids. Yeah. And they don't want to be in school, and they stay up late no matter what you do. Maybe yeah. that. Maybe that's the reason. I don't know if there's a connection the way he was describing, but certainly playing games late, losing sleep, that's probably not good I mean, for sure. You. I'm all for regulation. Hey, if the games weren't there, like, like you don't think that a, a, a teenager or what have you is going to seek another source of stimulus at night because they don't want to sleep? Yeah. Yeah, it's going to happen, yeah. Everyone's I'm, on drugs. I just don't know why was Good this time. guy talking to anybody. Because because he's insane. You know what? This is this is how you get in the press. You say insane things. It starts off by them. saying on the back of sleeplessness furor. So is there something that happened uh, regarding know. sleeplessness? Uh, the furor. 
I suppose. Uh, there was a fewer. There yeah, was a fewer you know, of, 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 of not sleeping. Okay, anyway, all of this is leading, leads up to something, another study, which is the first study that actually says something rational and reasonable about the effect of, of violent video games on people. All right, so there was a study that was done in this um, journal called Compute, Computers and Human Behavior, and the study was called Personality and Media Influences on Violence and Depression in a Cross-National Sample of Young Adults. Data from Mexican Americans, English, and Croatians. Okay, I might have been able to follow that if I was reading it, but but summarize that one for so me. So basically, what this means is this guy took three groups of people. He took like 200 some Mexican Americans, 150 English people, and about 450 Croatians. And the, this was like 43 percent male, the rest female, right? And he studied the effects of video games, violent games, and television on behaviors. But then he did something else. This guy studied what the person's personality traits were beforehand in order to see if there's any correlation. And the short and the long of it is this beautiful, beautiful quote that I will read a little more slowly so you can understand. Please do. The basically, their conclusion goes like this. Although even the bivariate correlations between media violence and violent acts in our samples were very small, our results suggest that small correlations can be understood through underlying personality variables such as trait aggressiveness, neuroticism, and agreeableness. As such, assuming a clear linear relationship, particularly of a causal nature, between media violence and violent acts may be mistaken. Unfortunately, most prior research on media violence has failed to adequately consider intervening personality variables. You know what I'm getting at here? You see where this is going? You're going to have to break it down for the audience, but as I understand it, uh, he ch- tested basically were the people aggressive beforehand, were they not aggressive beforehand? He measured the changes in them and said that there is some sort of co- correlation, though not very great. Basically, the gist of it is that if you look at somebody who's aggressive beforehand, he's aggressive after playing the violent games. The aggressiveness or non-aggressiveness, the violent tendencies are not really caused by the game as much as they are caused by the fact that that person has that type of personality, right? Which, I mean, if you think about it, right, that leads you to believe that, you know what, it's not the game at all, you know? If you go up to a person and slap them in the face, if they're a violent person, they'll punch you. If they're not a violent person, well, I don't know, they'll, they might do something else. Right. Cry. They might cry. They might do. They might do that. But I would whimper. Perhaps. Right. Okay. But the whole the whole point is that like it's not the games. It's like the games are just revealing the aggressive personality that's underlying in these people. They're not actually making somebody tend toward violence when they wouldn't otherwise. And this is completely consistent with everything we intuitively understand about games, isn't it? Well, what he hasn't told me, at least from what you read, is how he determined the characteristic traits of the people beforehand. For instance, did he watch their mannerisms while playing a video game? Well, in order to understand that methodology, you'd probably have to actually read the study. Yeah, I think so. Computers in Human Behavior. That's the journal that appeared. So. All right. Well, thank you for that. Uh, break's coming up, and we will be right back.
Mario. You're listening to Chatterbox Video Game Radio. It's a number one. All right, we're back again. If you want to call live, 866-536-1100. That's our number, always has been, always will be. Now, uh, this week I was playing some, what is that game, Full House Poker on the lines there. With, okay, uh, I'm glad you ended with poker because I thought you were starting to describe some kind of insane I don't, I don't know what you're getting at. based on the sitcom no. Full House. No. Which, no. Would, which would crush my soul. Full House Poker. House we talked about this before. Yeah, uh, I played with Joe, and now uh, Joe, the the guy who calls in here, um, yeah. you Our too can can play with me if you if you uh, you know friend me or in that game whatever. I'll get you on the on the old uh, friend list and see the leaderboards and stuff. I'm I'm doing all right. I don't play it enough to really get at the top. It's one of those games that it's just a question of grinding. Like you got to keep playing. Uh, of course, you have to not completely suck, but I don't know. If you play a computer player, it's hard not to suck or not to not. Really? So. It's about grinding. Eh. That's disheartening. Well, I mean, it's just that you got to keep going. Yeah. Right. It's. Uh, I mean, if 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 Phil Hellmuth played that game, would he be rocking, or would he have to like invest time before he got? Well, I can tell you, Hellmuth in particular is a big fan of going all in just to make people drop drop their cards, and that works pretty well in this game. So, yeah, he probably probably would do all right. In fact, I was playing a game against one guy who was just going all in every single time, first move. And so when you're in that situation, you just have to wait till you have the right cards to go up against him. Right. And uh, twice against him. Like, I managed to, to do it properly and get way more money than Yeah, him. people like that need to be shut down. But but then twice, I had way better cards than him, and he just rivered out on me, and I ended up getting third place in that tournament. And then I tried to... He, beat, can, he beat you on the river, you're saying? Yeah, twice. So yeah. the first time, he gets a lot of my money because he had less than me. Right. So then he has more money than me and it happens again where I have ace-king right. against his like 2-7 or something. And uh, he ends up winning. So that's that's disappointing in a situation like that. Yeah, that sounds like but, um, TV, TV poker. Here's TV poker. Um, okay, let's see the, the bet's like uh, 2,000. Two okay, you go first. 1,000. Um, All in. <laughs> okay. okay. Okay, so that, let's reverse it. Now I go first. Okay. okay. All in. Um, all in. Yeah. Okay. See, that's TV. That's what <laughs> that's all the poker on TV. So I was actually at the uh, the Full House, not the Full House, the uh, the Heads Up Poker Tournament in Vegas recently. So that's going to be on TV soon. On the TV. In a couple yeah. Weeks. Yeah. NBC, baby. So, you know, you know that that. Um, that one female poker player who plays on TV sometimes. There's many female um, poker players. Yeah, but there's just one specific one I'm thinking of. I wouldn't know who. Yeah. Is it? Um, yeah, I don't know. Okay. Moving right along. All right, let's move on. So while I was playing with Joe, he, he pointed out something to me relating to Xbox Live, not not poker, uh, that he was, was playing just, I think he was playing hockey or something. And then uh, somebody he was playing against started sending him this information, like personal information about him through the, uh, the text message system. Joe's personal information? Yeah. It was like, hey, here's your IP address. Oh, by the way, here's your physical address. Oh, and here's the last four digits of your credit card. Was it the same guy? This this was recent. Yeah, it was last week. Maybe this was the uh, the same guy who um, who hacked into Stephen Toulouse's. I don't think so because it's a, it's a different description. But um, he was sending, he was doing this. He also did it to Joe's friend, 
And Joe was like, hey, man, you should get on the radio. And let's like, because well, he called Microsoft, right? Right. And he's like, what can we do about this? And I'm like, right. well, you know, you can file a thing, whatever. There's no real, like, you can file a complaint, but lots of people have to file a complaint. And he's like, all right, I might be able to get lots of people to file a complaint. <laughs> <laughs> so he tells me about this, and I'm like, hey, you know what? I would not be so opposed to announcing this D-bag's name on the air, but you're going to have to show me some photos of, the your, power, of your screen. The power the of broadcasting. Messages. Yeah. I want to see the messages he sent. So first of all, I can tell our readers about it, but also That's so I have right. a little bit of evidence. I'm not... I'm not such a loose cannon. One one must wield such power with great care and responsibility. Exactly. So I was like, hey, send me some photos of this on your, your screen, which yeah. I'm going to assume aren't forged, and uh, with that information, and I will talk about it on the air and tell people to go after this guy, because that would just be fun. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and then he's like, oh, I deleted him. I'm like, wait, you're concerned about what this guy's doing and how it may cross a line of legality or morality, and then you went and deleted the messages? So he deleted them. Deleted them. I you're, don't know what he was thinking. You're killing me, Joe. Yeah, but he, then he said his friend, yeah. who also got harassed, hadn't deleted them yeah. and would get him the photos. And what is I, he, was I he not, worried about those eight thir- thirty-two extra K on his hard drive? I don't know, but um, I have not received the photos yet, and therefore I am not divulging the name okay. of this guy. But it, it was probably using a hacked system, playing online and yeah. like capturing packets. So what did he? Actually, he, he might not he even just need got his system. address. That's it. Um, he got his IP address and then he got his physical address. Now yeah. I don't know how, I don't know how with an IP address you get right. an exact physical address if you're not part of, if you don't have some connection to the the company providing the internet access. Right. I don't know that IP addresses correlate to direct addresses. But did he like? Did he get address. his name? Because if you just have an, a physical address and an IP address, like I mean, who cares? Well, it just weirded him out. It he, is weird. He was a little sensitive about it. it I'll is give weird. you that. But if he got like his full name, right? Then name and address, and then or maybe you know another piece of corroborating information. Well, he had address and the last four of the credit card. The last four of the credit card it may actually be really easy. Yeah. By just like saying, hey, I want to recover Ara Shears' account. Yeah. And uh, when you do that, it'll show you the last four of the credit card, right? Yeah. So, anyway, um, look forward to that. Maybe next week or in weeks uh, after that, so we can all like chatterbox bomb this guy with bad feedback for being a screw off. Um, but for right now, we will stay. That would be fantastic. We'll keep it to ourselves. So a do, legion, do you want to talk about this hacking? A legion is waiting at arms. The chatterboxer army. Yeah. yeah. Um, do you want to talk about the hacking of this Toulouse guy? Yeah. Well, no. This There's nothing really... There's no real information about it. It's just that he got hacked, and um, the guy who hacked him is a total D-bag. I mean... Yeah. I guess. Apparently, apparently it was... I mean, there's all there is there's to say is that apparently the, um, the hacking was possible, and it was reported by the actual person who did it he said that he didn't actually do any real hacking he just did social engineering which but it, also it wasn't he always making also making claims that the reason he did it because he was trying to get in contact with this guy who like runs xbox live or something well somebody and say hey i found security vulnerability yeah, somebody is lying because that's what this uh guy by who goes by the handle predator says but then on the other hand steven toulouse reports that um yeah, he said things like uh, he has like a six-minute voicemail recording where him and his friends like discussed all the different ways they're going to um, sex up his wife. Something like that, yeah. Yeah. So um, basically, the contacting him to discuss security vulnerabilities were harassing him through phone messages right, and Xbox right, Live. Right, so if by discussing vulnerabilities and helping you means um, being a D-bag and... Um, 
talking about what you're going to do to your wife and um, just the minutes of expletives on voicemail, then yeah, sure. Go i got to hand it to Toulouse, though. Whoever he was talking to in this interview, yeah. he's like, you know what? Because of my position, you know, kids... He's very even-handed harass me right. here. Like, right. I'm... I'm, you know, this guy may be crossing a line, but like, I'm not so unused to it. But he's got to do point. that too, and but he does it very well. Yeah, he did. He did a very good job in this article. But uh, when we say he got hacked, like somehow this guy got into his um, into his Xbox Live account, but yeah. it's not because their servers were hacked or anything. It was like like you mentioned through uh, some sort of social engineering. Yeah, he of, was of some other account that he kept that allowed him. Yeah. Of his email provider or his hosting account Ost- or something. Ostensibly, he was able to call customer service and be able to convince them that he was of deserving of privileged information, and he obtained like a resetted password or something. Yeah, but it wasn't it wasn't Xbox customer service. It, it was, was like his ISP or something. So, yeah, some web, other provider like that Toulouse uses, and then he was able to reset a password because he had access to something else. Yeah. Anyway, here here's an example of a completely different type of hacking. Um, this is, you you know, everybody knows about this rating system on Xbox Live. Yes. And apparently the one to five stars. It has it has more holes than the the best uh, Swiss cheese around. I think it was developed um, knowing that when it is let loose, there's very little to protect it from yeah. falsified reports. Well, this is this is funny because there's I'll, I'll get to the exploits in a second, but. I've had many conversations with other designers and other developers about like what steps and how much consideration do you give to protecting exploits, right? And I've actually been kind of surprised because a lot of people I speak to, namely the less smart ones, are like, oh, no one's going to really do it. Don't worry about it. Don't design around it. Like, who cares, right? But, then, but they're talking on the whole. They're not talking about the people who we follow in these articles and stuff. The vast majority of people aren't going to mess with Well, that, that's the thing. Is that, However, like you don't really need to have most of the people doing something in order for something to be disruptive. You just need to have enough people doing it in order for bad things to happen. Well, only in the situation where those people interact with the others. So like yeah, when there's sure. online gaming. That's what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. That's, the okay. kind of, that's the kind of context. I we were limiting it to that. Right. So, so, here's the, okay, so here's the context, right? So... There's this company, they made a game, it's a it's an Xbox Live indie game called College Lacrosse 11, right? And I'm sorry, was that College College Lacrosse? College Lacrosse 11. Lacrosse. Okay. Lacrosse, yes. It's a sport. It's played with long sticks with cups attached to them. I'm familiar with it. Yeah. Okay. So, these guys, they had like a website and they were like, hey, help us, you know, help our game, so you should go and... Um, go to your Xbox and give our game a five-star rating. Um, or you can go and, let's see, like uh, if you don't have a video game, and if you don't know what a video game is, you can just go to a Microsoft site and set up an account and submit a vote on that game without you even knowing um, what an Xbox is. That's funny. Right? So, okay. So that's... So, Here's the funny thing that happened, right? This was kind of an unintentional, disastrous consequence. Well, hold off. Let's talk about that when we get back to the break. Yes, but we, we are going to break right away. And while you, dear listener, are away from the show for this moment, I want you to think about, just think, about going to uat.edu, the website for the University of Advancing Technology. And then in a moment, when the show is over, after the next break, for the next segment, you can actually go to the website, uat.edu. We'll be right back.
And we're back once again. It's Chatterbox Video Game Radio, where we leave you hanging to make you listen to the commercials so that we get you to listen to even longer of the show. Yeah, we uh, we leave you hanging on the end of a lacrosse stick. That's fact. yes, that's that's the tactics we resort to here. Next week we're going to talk about the new Highlight game on the Wii. The what? Highlight. What is, what, what is What's Highlight? Highlight? Yeah. Never you know, heard of that. You know those plastic cups? You hold the thing and the cups here. Look, Norm's doing it. He knows what it is. Yeah, I've I've I've, I've gone to Highlight games down in Florida. Have you ever actually played it? No, not really. Although I, I would like to try that, but it's a dangerous sport. Yeah, I would be a little bit too scared to do it because it's one of the most dangerous sports. It's a danger. What? What is it? Stacking cups? What? No, 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 no. Do you remember probably in elementary school or something in, in gym class they had them where you just have a little handle and then above the handle you guys can't see this right because it's radio, but he sees me like forming a cup with my hand where. Yeah. There's a big old curved cup, and a ball sits in there, and you just whip oh, the heck out of that thing. Okay. And then someone else is supposed to catch it, and yeah. that's the part that amazes me. Yeah. They catch it with their scoop, and then they pass it again. It's very yeah. much like lacrosse. Yeah. It's, it is, in fact, exactly like lacrosse, except yeah. the stick is yeah. different. And i got to be honest. I do not know the goalkeeping rules of lacrosse. It yeah. may be very different. But from the untrained eye, it looks to be exactly the damn same as lacrosse but the it's instead of a really really long stick high velocity yeah, right with a net scoop it's yeah. a plastic uh stick with a scoop immediately i, re- I the, remember that hilt. those things images of those things would give me nightmares as a child yeah. they're like on soccer ball size fields it's i can wager on them too yeah what what is it you can also wager on, on oh. the sport as well and, no and, and that's nothing you can wager on turtle racing and and when you get angry you can strike the other player with your prosthetic arm i don't know about that no that's not true you can't anyway do that. i've always I've, I've sort of uh, for some reason high has been in my brain a lot lately i think it's because i don't know how to spell it and i've wanted to use it in in uh, okay. words with friends games well on all this time i thought that you were talking about like an ancient terrible uh, genesis rpg no okay so Getting back to what we were talking about before the break, um, where, where, what the hell was I saying? Where they were, were we making. Re- they they uh, told people to go put up uh, false reviews of lacrosse. Right. So and so, then what is the effect? So, right, it wasn't framed as false reviews. Just help us out. Help us out for our game. So a bunch of people did that, right? I would say it's false if you never actually played the game and you gave it a Cer- rating. Certainly, but to be clear, that's not how they framed it. Of course. Right. So. Unintentional consequence of such a scenario is that. What a bunch of people did is, hey, you know what'll help college lacrosse eleven even more if we give bad votes to all the best games. Nice. And so that's what they did. They went to all of the games that were on the top of the rating charts ranked wise, and they basically gave them the lowest rank possible, which is one. And what that actually resulted in was a very, very real, very material consequence of. College of Lacrosse getting jumped up in the ranking, and these other games, there's one uh, in particular called uh, Cthulhu Saves the World. Yeah, I've seen that one before. Which was one of the high, most highly ranked games, dropping several spots. And now, this isn't just like, oh, popularity contest or cheating. Or, that's, or. We're talking indie games now, right? This is the indie games okay. part, section, yeah. But the dangerous part is that the visibility of games for download is based on their rank. And so what that means is that if you have a really high-ranking game that loses its rank, that means you are losing out on profits. And so this whole thing that started as a little just curiosity, just like, hey, let's help out our thing, turned into this enormous disaster where this huge exploit is uncovered. And you can – you can the problem with the system – there's many problems with the system, right? And 
one of them is that you don't have to play the game to rate it. You don't have to have an Xbox to rate it. You can you just make an account on a website and then you can go and give ratings. And so that that's kind of crazy. It has. I, I've read a few more blogs who are following this uh, specifically, especially uh, there's one on uh, GameMarks.com. That's M-A-R-X, and they say that there's there's there they show evidence. They have a lot of detailed charts and data, and they're showing evidence that it it actually may be possible that some people are are writing bots to I was imagining that manipulate these scores and also are even finding ways. This is not a definite, this is just a maybe, so this is speculation, but they may be even submitting uh, zero scores, which is not possible. You can go either one or two or three or four or five, Mm -hmm. like zero stars or even negative values into the system. And the system, presumably, if this is happening, is actually incorporating it and just adding them up because, because there are no checks. There's no checks, just vote for whatever you want. You know what else? Well, that's a, that's allegedly. I mean, we don't know what checks they have at Microsoft. Right, we don't. You know, it's completely alleged, right? But here's the crazy thing, right? Like uh, something on the, the the Apple Store and iOS had that mm-hmm. uh, type of system, and it's funny because they used to now on on that system, right? Like you have to have the product in order to rate it, but um, they used to have a feature where you would be asked for a rating. For a product that you're deleting, that you got from an app store, right? I have seen that before. And they stopped it. You know why they stopped that? Because people kept just putting in a fake number to get rid of the screen, right? Well, I don't know if that's true. Maybe that's something, right? But they actually found out that ratings would drop when they had that system in place, and they were higher when they didn't. And this is really interesting, because you have to ask the question, is is it an idiosyncratic result that the ratings are dropping because you ask people what they thought of the game when they delete it, or is it actually more accurate? Well, so let's let's say people were never lying, right? Right. Only the only people who are being forced or sort of forced to put this in right. are the ones who clearly didn't like it. So you're not introducing a scenario where you're asking the people who kept it to rate it. Well, that's you know what that that's a fair point, right? But on the other hand, if you do feel like the game is crap, right, and you would give it one star out of five, and the game asked you, what do you think of me before you delete me, right? Then, if it didn't, you were far more likely to register your true feelings than if it did. Yeah, but it, I mean, the only way to really test that, and it still wouldn't even be true, is to do it after a certain amount of time. So, like, after one day, right? if you turn it off or the next time you turn it on, it asks you for a rating. Like, it's... Sure. But you have to introduce a scenario where it's not biased based on what you're doing with it, right. like a deleting or not. But I'm um, I'm a little I'm a little annoyed that they they basically it's like oh look this type of interaction causes lower scores let's remove it. Well, so this is one thing that I've come to learn. You know, as an adult, when you get more involved in in real projects, you have to take into account the potential for abuse of a system, especially when when things are computerized and and everything is computerized these days, right? So when you develop a new product or a new project rather associated with something, for instance, Xbox indie games and the scoring that that can be um, given to them, you have to take into account the potential for abuse. Now, this this applies not just to indie games, but to arcade games, to full-rated games and all that. Um, And it's silly to me that they wouldn't. So first of all, they, they need to make sure the number it is, the it numbers is applicable to the database are only the numbers that are applicable in the real world. Sure. They need to not 
allow you to access it from systems outside the Xbox console if that's going to be a problem, or you need to make it something where people um, you know, have to be logged in or something. It has to be rate limiting. Rate limiting is the huge one because as soon as you can create a bot that can create a thousand um, you know, ratings of something without logging in more than once, like yeah. that's a problem. Um, and if people are, like, there could just be a limitation for, for me as a user from my Xbox. Right. I'm rating everything to zero. Say, so you know what? You can only rate four games a day. Whether they're good or bad ratings doesn't matter. You can rate four times. Or at least, I mean, I think the most important thing is to just limit it to games you have, right? Like, not not even demos, because we all know that oftentimes a demo is an incredibly poor representation of the quality of the game. Yeah. But, right. I mean, there are all these, these methods in place, and presumably uh, a proper algorithm would use all of these methods. Right? Sure. Or or multiple, not necessarily all of them, but most of them, uh, multiple in order to encourage some sort of fair system. And and you're right. Like when an indie game is di- is displayed based on its ranking, and then you allow this sort of uh, this abuse system, like you're just not you're not being fair to the people who invest their time and energy into the system that you've created. It's, it's completely not fair. I mean, I I always figured those uh, star ratings to be almost completely worthless. But now, no, knowing that there's absolutely no protections in the system, it's, it's just now obviously even more worthless. See, I go in there still assuming that they're real because I, I assume that the vast majority of people who are interacting with the system are interacting honestly. Um, because, I mean, seriously, whoever's building college lacrosse 11, like how many people do they know? And how wide is that going to spread for someone well, well, fair, fair enough. The domain of the independent games is one of much smaller numbers than the blockbusters like Call of Duty. Yeah, that's true. So maybe it's even more manipulable. Yeah. Uh, one, one guy who makes a sensible bot could uh, mess with the whole scheme. Sure, so, sure. Anyway, I, I assume Microsoft knows about it at this point, since we know about they it. They definitely know and, about and it. And is doing something about Whether it. Whether they're going to do something or not is, uh, remains to be seen. Well, even if they don't do something, you dear listener can do something and what that is is go to uat.edu and learn about the programs at the university of advanced technology because that's how we make this show happen um yeah so end of the show go do that we'll be back next week i'm going to go to e3 in june supposedly uh so that's far away but we've just started the plans for that so it's very exciting if anybody wants us to do anything at the show interview certain people or take pictures of something or video or whatever let us know we got plenty of time for that and of course if you want us to talk about something on the air uh our emails are on chatterboxgameshow.com anything else ara we are totally good for the night all right see you next week guys good night everybody You've been listening to Chatterbox Video Game Radio. Tune in next week for more tips and info and the latest and greatest in video gaming. And remember, all your base are belong to us. I'll be back.